listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And who do we have in the studio today on July 4th, 2008? Oh, man, you got July 4th toilet. Who are you, July 4th toilet? Please introduce yourselves. Well, we're only a small, we're only a small little portion that's here today. Who is in July 4th Toilet? Well, uh, in the studio today, you have myself, Jody Franklin, and uh, Robert Dayton. Welcome to the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here, man. You brought your good friend Thundermug out with you. Who was Mr. Thundermug that we just heard, which was described by Jody as a psychedelic version of Max Webster? For lack of a better, you know... I don't know, man. Which is an amazing, amazing comparison. Tell me about the Thunder Mug, Robert Dayton from July 4th Toilet, playing tonight on July 4th, 2008, celebrating... Are we at 2008 already? I think we are. Yeah, we made it. We We did. That's so weird saying that. We made it. It's 2008. We got four years left. We played July 4th Toilet's favorite band, the Thunder Mug. What can you say about the (laughs) Thunder Mug? Man, we got four years left to live, Nardwar. You know what that means? We got to make the most of it, right? Every second counts, including this second right now. This second... Why yeah, that, we, that second that just why, went by. Why, we got to make that second that just went by count. Why only four seconds? Why it. only four seconds or four years? Though? Four more years, my friend. Four more years. That's what. That's our campaign. Four more years. That's our campaign. Am I crapping out over here? No, you're coming in loud and clear. <laughs> All right. Fourteen and a half years of July Fourth toilet so far. Yeah, and and you know the Mayan calendar, we the, it all ends in 2012, so we got to make it all happen, man. We got four more years left to live. No, you Winter two solstice. are making this decision. You two, Robert Dayton and Jody from July Fourth Toilet, playing tonight in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Where are you guys playing tonight? We are playing at Pub 340 tonight. We are playing at Pub 340 because it's our brand new vinyl album release, and it's being released today, July Fourth, 2008. Four more. Four years make every second count being released today, man. And it's Robert, being released right this second. Robert, let's give these people the title. Okay, it's time to give you the title of the album. The name of our brand new vinyl LP, limited edition, 500 copies with an MP3 download code in case you sold your, uh, sold my turntable in the 90s, man. Where's the download code? Oh, it's in there, man. It's, it's in, in there. there. Check it out. Check it's it out. You have to buy it in it order out. to get the MP3s. Check it out, radio listeners. I'm showing it to you right now. We vigorously prosecute all uh, BitTorrent. No, no. No, nah, we are. It's okay, music for anyway. the people, man. This is music for the people. It comes with a little art booklet. But the name of the album, what's that name of that album again, Jody? All right, together. July 4th, 4th Toilet, Toilet presents Balls, Balls Boogie, Boogie featuring me and Bobby McGee, plus Kentucky Horror and many others. It's one of the most amazing local packages I've seen in years. It feels local, so nice man. To... No, local. It's international. Well, I like to think it's local from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You're making all these decisions on behalf of your band, Jody and Rob, but there are other people in July Fourth. Oh, there's at least Could ten other people. Could you identify who will be playing tonight people. at Pub 340 uh, on July Fourth? Well, Island. in the lineup tonight, we'll have uh, Robert's uh, brother Frank Ackerman, who's a, yeah. a blistering rock guitarist, can really lay down the. 
you know, the smoking, the, the smoking Oh, sounds, man, yeah. yeah, he shreds on the leads, man. He's sweet. And we got a fan so that we can blow his hair while he shreds on those leads and keep him cool down while he plays so hot. You know what I mean? And, of course, we've got but, Julian, hey, Julian got, Lawrence there tonight. Oh. I've got to tell you something a little bit more, if you, if you allow me to pontificate just a little second about my brother Frank. Now, I, I just if I could elaborate about my brother Frank who's playing with us tonight, and he's played on and off uh, with Jul- July 4th Toilet over the years. He's a veteran of the uh, Vancouver Hard Rock scene. You might remember Club Soda in the mid-'80s. Do you remember the whole Club Soda scene? You know, he had Alice in Chains open up for him in the mid-'80s. You know, he's played in a lot of hard rock bands. He even played in a Rolling Stones tribute band called Sticky Fingers with two Ks. So that's my oldest brother. That's the brother I grew up From with. Fort St. John. That's right. I you finally remember. got it right. Yeah. After all these years of being on your show and you saying that I'm from Prince George. No, we're from Fort St. John, B.C., northern tip, British Columbia. Northern tip, man. That's the most sensitive area. And so anyways... Uh, All you know, tips are sensitive. Oh yeah, you're right. You got you got us there. Yeah, and that's that's the reason. That's why we're playing Northern Froze Boogie Rock tonight, man. So he's going to be playing that. We're playing it all Northern style, man. And who else is in the band tonight? Well, we but, got but my brother. I get back to my brother. He loves you know, his he brother. Raised, he raised me on on the hard rock. He raised me on hard rock. On bands know? like Thundermug. Uh, th- bands like Thundermug, Thank Max Webster. Thank you for Webster. bringing it back to the Thundermug and Max Webster. What can you say about the Thundermug and Max Webster? Oh, yeah, you asked us a question about Thundermug five minutes ago. I think now is a really good time to answer your question. Thank you very See, much, Rob Max Bacon. Webster, that was only, that was my only frame of reference. I well, think Max, they were probably weirder than that. Now, for I'm me, I don't know anything about Max Webster. I oh, only know man. about I only know about do 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 I am a used condom. Yeah, I am a used condom by Kim Mitchell. How and dare you bring down the song to that? Have you used you that in karaoke before then? What? Is that on a karaoke machine, I Am a Wild Party by oh, Kim yeah, Mitchell? Oh, yeah, 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 Wild Party. I got confused with... Uh, hey, hey, but you know, Kim Mitchell, before he grabbed that CanCon short-term brass ring, you know what I'm saying? Before he was going, hey, I'm going to be played on much every single minute every day, and I'm going to be shining those patio lanterns. Before that, he had a kick-ass band called Max Webster. And I think, you know, if he didn't grab that CanCon you know, brass ring, he probably would have been known as like a total... To like guitar idol, he, my brother loves him. He's a you know uh, I think Kim Mitchell's a killer guitarist. Max Webster was was an amazing, amazing early seventies Canadian rock band. They did some great stuff. They had a, they were kind of synthy. You know that's the great thing about a lot of Canadian rocks. It had some of that nice synth on it. And actually, our new album has a lot of synth on it courtesy of band member Mark Gabriel, except he's playing more in that G-Funk, uh, you know, two-pack style. But anyways... So Mark Gabriel, fourth member that's playing tonight. There yeah, you go. We're answering so. two questions at once right now. That's uh, that's We're interweaving for the listeners, and if anybody wants to call and help interweave, they can call us at UBCCITR. We're ready to take all your calls. So Max... Uh, well, that's awesome, Rob. I finally got down where you live, and you finally got down the phone number. Oh, man, yeah. Thank you for pronouncing it the right way, too. 604 UBCCITR instead of 604 822 or 604 822 You did the full real way of explaining it. Oh, yeah. 604 UBCCITR. That's the way we roll, man, because I got it on my speed dial on my landline. Rob, back to Thundermug and Max Thundermug. Webster. So, okay, well, we're talking about Max Webster, a good Canadian rock band. I don't know if there's any connection with them and Thundermug. Both are kind of glammy. You know, I got to admit, like Kim Mitchell in the early 70s, he was rocking the Eno style, man. He was rocking that Brian Eno style. And they were pretty, they were really good. In fact, I, I want to I wanna put this on record. Do we have any Meat Puppets fans here? 
Well, let's find out. 604-822-2487. 604-UBC-CITR. You're a meat puppets fan. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. July 4th, Toilet Presents, Balls Boogie, featuring me and Bobby McGee, plus Kentucky Whore and many others, is the logical successor to the Thunder Mug Catalog and really? King Crimson yeah. and Gentle Giant right there. Well, Balls no, that, that's more prog. This is know. hard. This is a hard, meaty rock. Now, we're let me, Canadians no, after no, let all. Me, now, I want to. I want to go forth on record. I want to go on forth on record saying that you know no one's ever thought of this before, but I think Max Webster is very similar to the Meat Puppets, but better. And if you listen to their song Battle Scars, Max Webster with Rush playing at the same time, that's one of the hardest Canadian rock songs ever. Written. Well, I'm right with you with Canadian bands being like right up there against American bands because that's what I try to tell Dave Bedini of the Real Statics. That's one thing you'll never know. The Real Statics are better than Seba. Oh man, that that's Seba no stuff. That's unlistenable, man. You know, I'm going to tell you, I don't know. So it's all right. The same as Sebado. It's like the Real Statics, yeah. Sebado. It's like our Sebado, Canada Sebado, but United States of America never got our you know, Sebado. You know, okay, I, I want to deal with this in a sec, but first, I just want to, you know, before Thundermug is just one of those great early 70s Canadian hard rock bands that nobody remembers today. They're kind of glammy, a little bit of power pop, but also kind of weird and a lot of hard rock to them. You know, and they're just a good solid band that does some interesting stuff and has some variety on their records and most people don't know who they are today and Thunder Mug rocks and it's a shame it's a shame and here's the thing with I would have expected you to have known them no, I did not know about Thunderbug. And interesting enough, I didn't know about Max Webster until I interviewed the Doughboys in the early 90s, and they got mad at me because I didn't know who Max Webster was in the early 90s. Well, I we're, did we're, not know who Max, Max Webster was in the early 90s. But that's pretty good. Like, now in the 21st century here, I've learned about Thundermug, and I learned about Max Webster in the late 20th century. So I'm getting there. I'm getting oh, there, man. Bob. I, Just I, keep I, prowling the dollar bins, Nardwar. And, we're, we're, not, and that's something about and we're not mad at you for this. No, and I mean, we, we like to introduce you to new old music. Well, I really appreciate yeah, that. And that's, that's what it's all about, about is getting people turned on. Here. Balls Boogie, July 4th Toilet presents Balls Boogie featuring me and Bobby McGee tonight going to be performed at Pub 340 release Live in its of the final LP. This particular LP pays homage to quite a few Canadian artists. Right off the title track, although he's not Canadian, Christofferson, you have a connection there to a band we're going to play right now, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of connections. I mean, you know, what the thing is... What are we going to play coming up right now? No, I just, I just... Just let me lay some groundwork down here for a little second. By the way, by the way, I, I think that, you know, it's beautiful. we got to all turn each Rob, other on. Rob, can you make sure you speak into the mic? Man. Thank you. Oh, man, I'm trying. I'm trying. I can't... I keep crapping out here, man. No, you're know. coming in loud and clear. I just want to make sure that this Canadian CanCon wisdom gets out there. Uh, no, I, you know, we got to turn each other on. This is important. we got to turn each other all on to music, and that's the thing, right? I mean, you know, I, I find the whole idea of musical snobbery, like people going, what? You don't know... is, is kind of uh, musical elitism, like musical know-it-alls. I think that whole idea is just is just a load of hooey because you can't get to the bottom of it. And that's what's exciting is, you know, you t- we turn each other on to stuff. You know, you could stick to one year. Let's say lay like a year like 1964 or 1973, 1988, whatever, one year. And you could dig and dig and dig and you'll still be finding new and awesome stuff that you'll never have heard about. This and that's particular cool record thing, you're going to play right now exciting, inspired man. your brand new LP. It Tell me about this band. Jody, yeah, what definitely. What band are we going to play right now? We're going to play the gen- Up, Up, and Away by The Generation Gap. We're uh, a, a track off the album Up, Up, and Away by The Generation Gap. Who and are a Canadian uh, band? No, no, no. Oh. No. That, we, they weren't even a band, man. 
They weren't even a band. The Generation Gap, the, the musical band, the Generation but, but, Gap, but you'll, they you'll, weren't even a band. You'll notice here, Nardwar, do you, do you recognize one hit on this Generation Gap album? One super smash hit on this Generation Gap album. I'm a man. Up, up, and away. What about I'm a man? No, it's not the one you're thinking of. Well, That's I'm thinking thing. of I'm on away. Uh, it's okay. a different. It's a different. So, up, up, and away. Right. So what? What? What they would do? Right. You would go to the. You would go to the department store. You know your local uh, Walmart or Woolies or Woolworth or Wool this, Wool that, Wool whatever you like, whatever pleases you. And you you've like only got a couple of bucks in your pocket, and you want to pick up some music, and you yeah. see you're a record budget. there that has a recognized hit on it like up up and away or like me and bobby mcgee and you go wow i like that song that song makes me happy and i hear it on the radio now i want to hear it at home anytime i choose so you go and you buy it right so you go home and you put the record and you go wait this isn't the version i'm familiar with it's by a bunch of session hacks and then you listen to the rest of the album and there's no other famous songs it's all stuff you're not even familiar with even you even flip it over to side two and it's all these psychedelic rock instrumentals. There's not even any vocals. You're going, what? And you're totally confused. But you keep coming back to it. You keep coming back, man. You keep listening to it over and over again. Is that like those records that I've seen, like skull. a Canadian tribute to Elvis? And there's yeah, a picture yeah, of Elvis, yeah. and there's one Elvis song. But actually, yeah. those are all Elvis covers played by a Canadian mm-hmm. band. There yeah, isn't like man. one song to suck yeah. you in. There's a whole bunch to suck you in. This is only one song to suck you in. Yeah. That's kind of like... And, and this is the Generation Gap. And right after and that, this we're going gonna... to... Okay, what we're going to play, we're not going to play Up, Up, and Away. We're going to play one of their own songs. And when, we, when I say that the Generation Gap weren't a band... Well, they weren't. They were a bunch of studio guys. And then it would just be released under the name Generation Gap. You know, they just recorded all these tracks and it just got released. This, this would have been their only album. And then right after that, we're going to play some July 4th Toilet, too. Off our brand new album, Out Today. Playing tonight at now, Pub man. 340. July 4th. The Happy Generation Gap. Another night I am alone What will the shadows bring? And then my mind depicts of time Of colors bright with hue Of flowers, a collage of things But most of all there's you My Lisa My Lisa Eyes are seeing strange, strange things They really are not there I wonder what I'm doing Does anybody care? And then my mind depicts a time Of colors bright with hue Of flowers, a collage of things But most of all there's you My Lisa
eyes are seeing strange things They really are not there I wonder what I'm doing Does anybody care? And then my mind depicts a time Of colors bright with hue Of flowers, a collage of things But most of all there's you My Lisa My Lisa My Lisa Ha <laughs> ha!
and you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show. And who do we still have in the studio here today? July 4th Toilet. And July 4th Toilet, Robert, what did we just hear? July 4th Toilet. That was a, a track off our new album. That was Kentucky Whore by July 4th Toilet. And what were you doing on that particular track? And what was Jody doing on that particular track? Because we're also joined here by Jody from July 4th Toilet. We were doing, both singing. We were both singing. I was doing a lot of the operatic uh, stuff and the lead, most of the lead vocals, like the verses and stuff, and Jody was joining in. And you will be doing some singing tonight at we, Club 340. Gonna, you know that song? That song that you just played? We're going to be performing that tonight. At Pub 340. Pub 340, because we got a brand new album. That's the track off the hot new record. Vinyl record, you go, wait, man, but I don't have a turntable. I sold it years ago during the Depression. Well, we got a downloadable MP3 And coupon. most important, there's a booklet, too, with oh, this man, LP. Oh, man, it's a sweet and booklet. And there's a nice glossy cover on the LP. I love the glossiness oh, yeah. of the cover. It just feels really great. It just feels right. So who's in July 4th Toilet and who's out of July 4th Toilet? Actually, before I should ask that question, which I should ask, we played a troon, a troon and a tune before that. <laughs> you, what know what that? A, you know what a troon is, Nardwar? That means a song that rings true. I.e. Brooke Shields. Okay. And we always try to get to the truth in our songs. Yeah, man. You know, a lot of people go, oh, is this a big put on? Which is like, can we avoid that question? Because, you know, we don't do it because we want to. We do it because we got to. We have to. There's a truth. And it's an undeniable, like, sharpened blade. You know, we have to do this. There's no other way around it. Whoa, why did you make an album? Because we had to. Why did you put it out yourselves? Because we had to put it out. It had to come out. There's no other way. You know, this had to happen. And when we perform on stage, it has to happen. They're two different things, right? Two different sides of that blade, you know, studio and live. And we try to make it our best, the best of our ability. Always CanCon, amazing illusions. We heard the generation gap. How did the generation gap influence your new LP? Because we played the generation gap. Okay. Lisa, and let's apologize. I will apologize. There was a bit of surface noise there from the thunder mug. The thunder mug, thunder jug was interrupting. Right. It was, you were, it, it, the it was a nice was mashup. Right now. It was a mashup. Yeah, it's, that's a modern thing. The kids uh, love mashups. Now, Thunder Nardwar. Mug Generation yeah. Gap mashup. So there's some extra than surface noise on there. I apologize for that. How you know did, what? You know 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 what? Uh, just, to, just to take things away, because before people call UBC CITR, which is the phone number, and want to talk to us, go, what are you guys on about anyways? But you know, tonight you say, like, the kids love the mashups. Well, I'm going to tell you something, you know? There's going to be a lot of kids there tonight, and there's going to be a few kids that are going to go, man, man, I love this hot new band, July 4th Toilet. And then another kid's going to pipe up and say, new band? No, man. My mom saw them back in 1994, and she got impregnated in the bathroom there, and I was conceived. Speaking of coming in and out, who is in July 4th Toilet and who is out of July 4th Toilet? Nobody's ever out of July 4th Toilet. You know, we, 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 have, a, we have a large extended family. And uh, who did we mention already? Wait, Jody, Jody. You were, you were out of July 4th Toilet. Yeah, I was fired for a while in 1994. Yeah, and it was 95, 1995. And why were you allowed back? It was to be right here on CITR to do Teen a Pop Rock Musical. You remember that? uh, February 1995. I was invited back for that show after uh, being fired for about uh, three or four other shows. Ham from Canned Ham, Slow Tank Hog, and many other in combos was also in July 4th Toilet, too, for a little while. He's out of July 4th Toilet, but I see... That's not true. He played last week. But I see, though, what he's not playing tonight, though, with July 4th Toilet. Probably probably not, but if he shows up, you know... The record is released on Pro-Am Entertainment International. It's not... Entertainment. That's that's entertainment, man. That's not entertainment. Not entertainment. 
entertainment. You got it all wrong. these years. Sorry about that. Is that not Canned Ham's record label, though? Is that, yeah, Canned is Ham, is, it's a very mysterious label. So Canned Ham has I, released this record. No, no, no. Because Ivan Hervatsk is on this label, too. So I don't know I don't know the story with this label. They're called Pro-Am Entertainment International. That's why I say... And they get their local... records made in Czechoslovakia, too, that's don't they? That's yeah, well, pretty damn international. That's, that's where we're thinking they come from. I think that's where they're based. Well, they... you, know, you know what, man? I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to lay this on the line right now. I have personally been part of bands and with these bands i have made six albums six albums man and this is the first one i've never ever made on vinyl and you know what it's beautiful it's beautiful having it on it vinyl. took three years for this particular album yeah, yeah we started recording uh, late 2005 is that right yeah. yeah so less than three years you know why because when you'd have to do it yourself and your own yeah and you're your own worst critic you know, you got to make it yourself, and you have a vision. You have a persistence of vision. You got to make sure that it sounds real damn good for everyone. And there's because a lot are, of blood that goes into this, man. A or lot feels of blood. good too. The package, because the package is smell important. Smell it. Smell what is it. the cover smell of it. the LP? Smell it. Smells good. Too, oh, I love it? the smell. Is it Czech smell, or is this oh, covers man. made somewhere else? One hundred percent. What is the cover? Could you describe the cover, Jody? Well, we've got a, a, a voodoo head, a uh, shrunken head, a shrunken voodoo head, uh, sitting beside a, a half uh, glass of beer, is, half now, mug. Now wait, and, and some half, peanuts or? and peanuts and stuff. Now wait, so it's a shrunken head by a half a mug of beer, right? The beer is it half full or half empty? And that's the thing people ask about July Fourth toilet. We deal in a lot of gray areas, right? And there's this beer on the cover, and you go, "Is the beer half full or half empty?" And that's one of life's greater questions, right? That's one of life's greater questions, and that's what we're here to, you know, are we here to answer it? I don't know. We just deal in a lot of incongruities with our music, and we, but we want to just entertain It's, it's as open well. to interpretation. Definitely. And on the back cover of the record, it's you at Pat's Pub. How would you describe that? Is that you at Pat's Pub where you're now banned? Are you banned from Pat's Pub? No, man. They love us. They still give me Why club sodas. Why did I think that you were banned from Pat's Pub? I don't know. Uh, some erroneous information in the Georgia Strait, perhaps. So I did read it somewhere that because you were they, they said we were we were so smelly that uh, you know it was just a, a, a cutesy little comment about the picture on the back because yeah. we look so uh, so bar rock, I suppose. Yes, yeah. I, what would yeah, you describe so, so the you back know, you cover were, as? You were you were there. You were looking at us on the cover of the Georgia Strait, and you thought, hey. Oh, wait, that was Kid Rock. Never mind. But I'll tell you something. There is somebody that looks like Kid Rock there, eh? <laughs> Who's that? Better than Kid Rock. Which one? Yeah, Kid Rock's okay. He's all right. That's me, man. Yeah, you're, you you are Mr. Kid Rock. <laughs> I still feel like a kid. You are you Robert know, Dayton. You know and what's interesting, Dayton? I still feel like a kid in Ardbar. You know, I had someone, I had a coworker. Because you know what? We're doing this. We're making it real. Rob, would you and, like to make an announcement? Wait, wait. Is it time doing, for the announcement? Just a sec. Is I, it time for the announcement, Rob? We're doing this. Rob, is it time for the announcement? We're making it real. Is it time for the announcement, Rob? I have to have a day job, right? Even though, you know, I want to be, I want to entertain and give, give it my all, right? And still but I still got to hold down a day job and still putting out albums. And, you know, I had this co-worker, 18-year-old co-worker, and I told her how old. She didn't, couldn't believe that. I, she thought I was a decade younger than I was. So when you say kid rock, yeah, man. Because I rock kid when rocks, I want to. I'm telling you. I want to rock when I want to on my own terms. And I still feel like a little kid inside, Well, man. you also I'm contribute to Rocktober fanzine that does the show, Chic Agogo, based on Kitty Agogo. So you have much exactly. connections to Kid Rock. Dayton Hamvention. Have you heard about the Dayton Hamvention? No, what's that, man? What could you say about Canned Ham, Jody, Rob's other band? How can you describe uh, Canned I would, Ham? I would, I would describe what, it. What I would bands. describe it as a side project. 
what I find interesting about Dayton Hamvention is it almost sounds like intervention. Has there ever been an intervention launched against you or Ham at all? Uh, you know, intervention. Probably. Like, there's I, no more drinking, is there? Yeah, I, I had to make I had to make those life cha- changes on my own terms. I had to do I had to make that decision myself. So I mean, I, this album was recorded at the depths, man, at my very depths. Still, it rocks and it's pure yeah. and it's real. It's almost like I knew it was coming to a head. You can you can you can feel the alcohol vibe on a couple of the songs there, and and it, it's therapy. It's working things out, you know. There is something. But called- now, man, when I'm on stage. I, you think, oh, well, is he going to be all wussy? No, man. The blade is honed, man. There are going to be high kicks, screams, and I feel it, man. I feel that passion more than ever. You and know who, what I mean? And who is he again, Jody? Who is this speaking? Oh, that's uh, that's Robert. He's in July Fourth toilet with me, playing tonight. And, playing tonight, and, and we're and, yeah, and and I think I think there's something to be said about uh, about you know being in good health and you know we're, oh, we're I able feel to fit, we're, man. We're, like we're entertaining. We're entertaining better than we ever have. We're all we're all very healthy. We're aging, but we're healthy. Week. We're healthy. You know. You should have seen him I, last week. You should have seen blue, Jody last week. I take week, blueberries, man. man. He takes blueberries because it's full of, like, energy, such good energy. And you should have seen him last week. We performed at the Vancouver – see, that's the thing. That's Six the reason why we – hours at the Vancouver Art Gallery yeah, last before, Friday. Yeah, you last Friday. And that. he was kicking ass, Well, man. They, they shut down the Art was just Gallery like three cannon. hours early. But, yeah, oh, yeah, Jody yeah. was like was anybody cannon. mad after paying the $20? Okay, you know what? You know, know why they shut it down? We were having some good times. We played – you know what? We Could played – Do a little setup here for we, the people that don't know what you're talking about. Last week, there was an all-night fuse at the Vancouver Art gallery okay in honor of in honor of just just living life to the, the, the fullest crazy, man during the so, crazy exhibit uh, of uh, animation comics and uh, video games yeah you eat those blueberries man you'll feel like a kid inside and you'll still rock your ass off so we were doing that we were in the courtrooms we were rocking our ass off a real courtroom in a judge's dock we Unreal. were we were yeah. set up on a judge's dock in I, had a, I had a gavel man i had a gavel because it was a courtroom it was a meat tenderizer oh yeah but it looked kind of like a gavel yeah. so anyways so there we are we're in courtroom a that was side a the album what time 10 p.m. and midnight. We were in courtroom eight. Well, doing we the started hard rock around 8:30, and we went to about 3:30 when they yeah. shut the whole gallery down. Because in courtroom we B, we were making. We, in courtroom B, we were doing side B of the album. That's all cosmic and space-like. This whole record, it's not all hard rock. How was the attendance? Were lots so of wait, people grooving so out? Wait, Can you so describe we're, we're the setup? We're, we're, we're just hey man, I'm laying down the scene for you. Okay, I'm letting you know what's going on in this at the Vancouver Art Gallery, and Jody's here too, and he's laying down the scene. We're trying to help you out, man, by giving you a description. So you know what it was all about. I think that's what I asked for a description. Thank yeah. you. We had arm wrestling competitions. Yeah, we're going to be having arm wrestling arm competitions. John, it, it, people were winning copies of the album. Uh, the people that were winning the arm wrestling contests. You, know, you can't buy many, that stuff, yeah, man. Exactly. You can't buy that. You so you to, went, but you can buy that tonight at the show. You can buy the album. So you thought you'd be going Four longer, but it didn't go longer. That's right. Call UBCCITR and talk to us, and we'll gladly tell you a little more about it. But listen, get, tell the people out there. Tell the people, man. The people got to know. They can call and talk to us. If you're confused, if you have any problems There's in life at all, we, we can set you riot. straight. A, yeah. yeah. Oh, so this is what happened, man. The the art gallery, the art gallery downstairs, because we were having a good time in our own little world, but we were creating space. We were doing some synth punk. Things were getting real heavy. Jody was getting into some serious chanting. There was like layers upon synth overdrive. You know, members of BCVCO were there. It was all going on. And then we're going, where's all the people? And then, and then what? Your friend. 
your friend, yeah. goes up and he goes to the washroom. Stefan from the band Rubaboo of Victoria, British Columbia, yeah. He, they wouldn't let him come back from the washroom. The security almost wouldn't let him come back. And we're going, why not? Well, Fuse is shut down, but it's supposed to be all night. It's supposed to be all night, man. Why? Why is it? What's going on? And then finally, we, 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 we want to keep playing until 5 a.m. We're it's honed, man. We've got to keep playing for at least eight hours. And so what's going on? And then we find out that there was people in the art gallery down below because our floor was fine. We were having good vibes. Yeah, they were like but touching were, art and shooting up and yeah, having Yeah, the art types. gallery became a shooting gallery, man. There were people shooting people. up at the Vancouver Art Gallery. 5,000 people at the art gallery at, at 3 in the morning, and they, the security couldn't handle that, I guess. So 5,000 people... Pay twenty dollars each, so yeah. somebody made some money. Somebody yeah. made, yeah. yeah and we they, were they, they paid us thirty two dollars or something. Yeah, yeah, we that? got thirty two bucks enough to help finance the album. But I'll tell you something, man. You know, because it all ends, and I'm downstairs, and and this one girl's going, "Oh, what's going on upstairs? What's going on upstairs?" This cute young girlie, she's going, "What's going on upstairs?" I said, oh, "Man, we, we're packing up." What? What? What do you mean? She was so disappointed. She's going, "I was, I was going to be here till six a.m. because they were going to have a gamelan orchestra ring in breakfast." So I know she probably wasn't the only one who was disappointed. You know, it all ended early. Like we played our asses off we made sure it was good and we tried to you know give people their money's worth so that's all we care about is just making sure you got a good show but we had to cut it off a little early yeah yeah we're only like five or six hours into an improv jam there and we were only really starting to oh it was cooking yeah that's a great interview snippet like if somebody's listening to this right now and you're listening to citr fm 102 cable 102 vancouver british Columbia, canada if you're just tuning in right now we are talking to july 4th toilet who are playing tonight at pub 340 but i was saying jody if somebody just heard that little sound snippet right there. We were five or six hours into an improv jam. I love that little sound bite. That could only come from July 4th Toilet. Oh, man, we've done it all, man. We got similar bands that could do five or six hours into an improv jam. Has anybody else done that in Vancouver that you've witnessed? Oh, I'm sure, but do they do high high kicks? Do they do high kicks? Do they pump up that energy? No, we weren't selling that. Do they have the kind of costumes that we have? I mean, I was, I was, I was golden. I oh, was he golden. was a sun god. He was sun king. He was a sun. That king. is something you should explain to the listeners. You always have interesting costumes. How many of them are made by artist Jason McLean? He's oh, made some. I uh, love that stuff man. over yeah. the years. What can you say about Jason McLean? Jason McLean has a drawing in the booklet that's available with our brand new album, which you can buy tonight at our show at Pub so Three Forty for fourteen ninety nine. Value added, right there. It's, it's what sort of costumes booklet. has Jason McLean oh, made well, for you? Okay. And what have been some recent costumes? I want to talk. Talk about the nudie nudie. Oh, the nudie nudie. We, we once performed the entire uh, Mike Nesmith and the second national band, Tantamount to Treason Volume 1 album live. And Mike Nesmith had this nudie suit, right, with all these stars and, and all this. And so we went, well, a nudie suit. You know what a nudie suit is, right? Now I want to describe for the listeners what a nudie suit is. Or if anybody's confused, call UBCCITR. Talk to us. You got any problems? We'll help sort them out for you. It's probably something that, like, Beck wears, unfortunately, and ruins the legend really? of a nudie suit. Ah, what? Uh, does anyone remember Beck? Is he still making albums? We're still making albums, and we're, we're, we're been together for 14 years. We're here years, right man. now. We're here right now. Where's he's back. He Who retired knows? years ago. He's, he's a the, Scientologist. Yeah, he's we a, don't mess with that stuff. Yeah, man, those guys, they'll kick your ass. They'll have you killed. They'll give you a Columbian necktie, those Scientologists. So you could better not even Jason talk about that. Jason has turned out amazing costumes for you. Yeah, so he? he made this nudie nudie. So what it was was it was a clear vinyl suit of a nudie suit, right? It was a clear vinyl nudie suit. It was a nudie nudie suit. But here's the thing. There was a strategically placed peacock. Can you guess where that was, Nardware the Human Survey? Where would the peacock be? It would be over Rob Dayton's cock. <laughs> Bingo. Yes. Bingo. Speaking of cocks. And you know what? You don't need a cock to rock. No, but, but speaking of cocks, Jason once made 
a Satan costume for me. Yeah, we did a Satanic and ritual he, once. And we were talking about this costume, and he said, you know, Satan needs a long dong. Satan would have the biggest dong in the oh, world. It was amazing. And it was, it was, it, was uh, it had to be at least four, three, four feet. Yeah. It was three or four feet long, that cock he made for you. Uh, yeah. And Another time we did a show, we did, uh, the, oh, I, I cut you off. No, 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 that's okay. Go, go. Oh man, I'm sorry. I'll I'll, I'll cut cut you you off. Okay, cool, cool. Because I'm just so excited, man. You off from? Oh man, tons of time. But you know what? Let's let bygones be bygones. You've been so supportive of us, man. We're we're old friends. Like, when did we first meet, Nardwar? When did we first meet? We will get on to that. But just listen. Okay, I I gotta tell you about another Jason McClain costume. Yes. Okay. Uh, we once did a tribute to the boy in the plastic bubble, so he made me a whole boy in the plastic bubble outfit out of bubble wrap, and people could walk across my back and pop the bubbles. And I, I was covered from head to toe, and I was a form-fitting bubble. But then it's like, la- uh, when was that? Two years ago? Two years ago. Two years ago, we were performing a, a tribute. We did a revival because we were going to do a tribute to the music of Paul Williams. You know Paul Williams? The great Paul Williams, the man who wrote Rainbow Connection, Phantom of the Paradise, all that great stuff. So And the music builds... to the movie Ishtar? Oh, Ishtar, man. Oh, that's a great movie. You can rent it on VHS. So anyways, so we were, you know, so we had this. I come out in the suit, and Jason built a replica of it. And who was sitting 10 feet away from me, man? Who was sitting 10 feet away from me while I was, while we were? While, while we, we were doing. We were. Jody, we're, me, Julian, Kim, Marty, like and Mark. Nine, and nine Paul Williams songs. Who was sitting right there listening to us? Ten feet away us. from us while we were who performing the music of Paul Williams. Who was sitting? He was there. He Paul was Williams, there. man. Paul Williams Capital was there H-E. watching us. Capital H-E. And who autographed, who autographed the bubble wrap suit that Jason McLean built for us? Who autographed that suit, man? H-E. Paul Williams. Paul Williams autographed that suit. So you know what that means? And he said we kicked ass for doing a song from Ishtar. Yeah. Yeah, so you know what that means? Jason McLean, he's a very he's an old, old friend. We make art together because we're also visual artists, right? So, you know, in July 4th, there's a lot of visual artists. We may, we believe it's all pro- part of the process, man. It's all us. It's all got to happen, That's why it's right? such a handsome package, That's the new album. That's why it's beautiful package, beautiful, beautiful Lester album. Lester uh, uh, yeah, Clancy you know, Dennehy did, did the, the design, photo. Clancy Dennehy the photo. Unveiled tonight at Pub 340, Dayton Hamvention. Have you heard about the Dayton Hamvention? No, man. I'm all ears. You tell me about it. And Anybody, how come nobody's calling? UBCCITR, you tell us about it. There's Big Ham in Canned Ham, and there's Little Ham in Canned Ham. Yeah. And then your name is Rob Dayton. Robert, and Robert. I don't like Rob, man. That's like stealing. A, and I'm giving, man. I give. I don't steal. I, I, I give, don't think man. There is the Dayton Hamvention. Anyways, I guess what I was trying to say is there's actually a ham convention, you know, like ham radio, a Dayton Hamvention. I thought that was quite interesting. In, oh, in like Dayton, in Dayton, Ohio? Ohio? Yeah, Dayton Hamvention. So that would be a great oh, place for Canned Ham oh, or July yeah, 4th Toilet yeah. to play. Aside from playing. Well, we, we, were in, we were in, uh, Can Ham was on tour with Neil Hamburger, and we ate at the Waffle House in Dayton, Ohio. And you know what's great about the Waffle House? Wow, so there's a connection to Dayton Hamvention Exactly. Then. And you know what's great about the Waffle House? They got a jukebox there, and they got at least a dozen songs was all there, about the Waffle House. Was Each song's ham? about the Waffle was House. Was there ham on the menu? I know oh, you're a vegetarian, yeah, yeah. but I'm you're sure a there fine was. connoisseur of songs. What is the difference between your band, July 4th Toilet, and the Nihilist Spasm Band? Oh, they're great, huh? Huh? Do, don't you What love are the them? similarities between you and the Nihilist Spasm Band? Well, the, they're all visual artists. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's a similarity, and and they're a, kind of a loose knit group too, aren't they? And, yeah. and they've been doing their own thing for forever, and making their own kind of music. They, we're, they we're approaching forever too now with yeah. fourteen years. I think the Evaporators is maybe the only band that's been around longer than us on the local scene. I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. There's not. There's uh, oh man. Oh, Mechanormal. Yeah, Mechanormal. And course. what's that? Sorry oh about man, that. what's that awesome? 
some awesome, uh, totally psychedelic. Roth and with Hyde? Del, no, no, with Del Detmar. Uh, with Del Detmar from Hawkwind has played with them. Right. That awesome, awesome space band. Uh, they, they're, they're playing a show in July. They've been together for like 30 years, and they're a total wow. space space rock band. The Pink Fairies? I, I wish Not the Poppy the family was still together. We should bring them back together. That, that's a Have you played shame, on man. July 4th before? No, but I'll tell you one we thing. We never have in all we the were, years. We were no. in an art show with the Nihilus Basm Band and the All-Star Show. On July 4th? No. But you've never no, played on no. July 4th. Man, no. what's the name of that band? This is this is just for convenience. You to help people get get people out to the you show. Don't they have, have the less n- to remember. July 4th toilet on July 4th. You don't have the name of that band right now, but you do can, have can the people name call? of can this people call? band. Can people call? Robert Charlebois. What are we about to hear oh, right man. now? Give an he intro is, for this. He's brilliant, man. I, I just brought him along because I like him. You know, I didn't even get to explain the last song, Lisa. I didn't even get to explain the last song. You yeah, never gave me a chance. What's, what's the gen- you, you never what? gave me a chance to explain the well, generation gap. Well, let's 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 try and keep it a little uh, a little thriftier. Uh, can 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 we we sum it up in one minute? Oh yeah, up up and away by the generation gap. That and song we played earlier about album? about two hours ago that we played called Lisa. You know that song is also on the Stone Canyon Rock Band album MacArthur Park, and it, it's called uh, "Most of All There's You." It's the same song, different band, but same version, everything. Because that's what we were doing with this album. We were using it as a loose template, you know. And but thing is, we had to do our own thing. We had to create some side twos full of some wild, wild spiritual visions, oh, some wild oh, cosmic rides. Oh, 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 oh Robert, to tell them about um, "Thanks Drugs" and uh, uh, "Stoned on You." Yeah, that's the thing. So Lisa and "Most of All There's You," you know, t- two different titles for the same song. Well, we. Have have two of the same backing tracks for a song on on but they have different lyrics and d- different lyrics and vocals on the song so you get to hear the backing track twice but it's got a different vibe on each one that is so amazing stoned on you and thanks drugs so side one is like a, a a hard driving boogie ballad and then side two is just a really weird eerie number but it's the yeah. same kind of it, song so it's just the kind of thrifty guys we are like it takes yeah, us man. three years to get something but if we had to actually compose two you know two separate songs that would have taken us another year there, like so. the generation gap they do their song up up and away and then it's all originals we do me and bobby mcgee and then it's all originals and we used white album style recording techniques on our version of bobby mcgee because we wanted to make it better and oh, sings oh, oh, oh and speaking of uh thriftiness uh we cut out the choruses of me and bobby mcgee yeah we yeah. cut out a good couple minutes because we just made it better yeah. because we never really liked that song we wanted to make it better no i like and, the song oh yeah he likes that's that song. why i'm saying and then you it, take yeah he's he likes the song so side two of the generation gap lp that's all four psychedelic instrumentals side two of our album most of it is you know astral visions it doesn't rock side yeah, one rocks yeah. and then side two is these inner visions man rocks like robert shalab oh yeah french canadian psych rock this guy's the king he's won the order of canada this is his like this dr song. henry morgenthaler oh just like morgenthaler man and, and the lyrics, conrad black yeah conrad black man and, and uh, this is a mr plum these it's a he's french canadian but the lyrics to this song unlike almost all his other songs are it's not even in a clever patois but it's actually in english and this guy's brilliant i think you're going to love this song. It's over six minutes long. You want to call and call and talk to us? Call us. 604-822-2487-604. UBCCITR. July 4th. Toilet on July 4th. Rob. What's going on? What's Rob, Rob. What'd you do, man? It's Uh-oh. all. It, oh, hey, someone's oh, no, calling. No, no, someone's calling. Whoa. Is that it? Someone's Whoa. calling, man. We gotta talk to these people. What happened Jeez. to the song, man? We were gonna play Robert Charlebois, but we're having Hello? some technical Caller, are difficulties. You there? Please stand by. 
Caller, go ahead to Rob Dayton. Robert, why you call me Rob, man? That means to steal, and I give, man. But, but I not give. to Jody Franklin because he can't hear it because he doesn't have uh, headphones. Caller, are you there? Yes. Go ahead to Rob Dayton. Robert, man. You know, I'm not a robber. I, I hey. give, man. I don't steal. I give. So it's yeah, Robert. you got a great set of, uh, of, of sunglasses, and uh, I think the name of that band is Removal. No, it's not Removal, man. It's not Removal. What's that? It's oh okay, but this band has been together for thirty years, and it's totally spacey. And I can't like think of what they're called. Yeah, I thought it would be good. Oh man! Well, no. thanks, thanks for calling in and trying. Oh, uh, do, do you, are you near Google right now? Maybe Wait, he's talking to us. He's talking to us. Oh. What'd yeah, you say? Yeah, three forty tonight. We'll rock out. You're gonna be there, man. I yeah, want to see your fist though. pumping in the air. Okay. Is your fist gonna pump in the air? And bring a lighter too. Yeah, I'm, I'm phoning from work right now. You can hear me through the stereo. Yeah, well, you know, do you have tomorrow off? Oh, yeah, we're going to see you at 340 today. Yeah, because you got tomorrow off. You've had a hard week. You've been working hard, so you're going to be, like, pumping your fist in the air tonight and rocking it. All right. We have a song for hardworking men like you. Thank you, caller, and doot-doodaloot-doo. Severed. 
And you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Woo! and an Ardwater Human Serviette Radio Show with July 4th Toilet. Well, who, two members up. Who are playing tonight in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada at Pub 340. And who are the other members of July well, 4th Well, wait, we got to tell you who we're playing with tonight. We got Basketball. We got Stamina Mantis. And from Calgary, a band that Rob Wright really loves, The Loving Hands. And who else is in July 4th Toilet? Oh, Our man. lineup for uh, tonight, we've got Frank Ackerman on guitar, That's Robert's my brother. brother. We've got Julian Lawrence, who co-founded July 4th Toilet with Robert back in 1994. Mark Gabriel, who uh, engineered our new vinyl album. And he also plays the G-Funk keyboards. Yeah, very important. Uh, who else we got with us tonight? Uh, Clancy Dennehy on drums. Oh, yeah. And we got a, a secret weapon called Marty Ballantyne. Marty Ballantyne. One of, one of the newest members. He just fit it, fits us like a glove. Oh, man, yeah. Hey, we got a caller, man. We got a caller. What the we heck? We got Kim Stewart. We got Shane Amen. Caller, are you there? Oh, welcome to my castle. Welcome to my castle. It's one of your fans, what, What's going A Nardwar fan welcome out there. What? What's up, caller? You got a question? Hey, you wrote that song, man. Do you get any royalties when he sings it? Shouldn't you be getting a couple of pennies for that? Rocco, wow. are you still there? Oh, Rocco. Wow. Rocco. Well, thank you for phoning who's in, Rocco. Who's Rocco? You know, who's I'm Rocco? I'm just guessing it's the caller Rocco. Usually we assign the name Rocco to the unknown caller because the unknown caller probably would like to go by the name of Rocco. Usually That's on our Human name. Serviette radio right show, on, we do not address callers. You know, a lot of radio stations go, okay, caller, go ahead. They don't actually, they, they don't, they give a name now. Right, like man. they say, go ahead, Rocco. So we do the opposite. We name the callers that we don't know that kind of go away the callers that phone in we just call Rocco so I, I used to eat at Rocco's no, Italian callers, restaurant the callers, the callers East we, Hastings the callers how was, how, was, how, was their, how was their pasta at Rocco's well, well it was great uh, I think it closed down in like 1993 though was you guys a, July 4th toilet have the song She Must Be Cast is that about Cynthia Plastercaster no 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 but that's funny man we've never re- even recorded that song how'd you know that She Must Be Cast by July 4th toilet you also it's on YouTube you also oh have, yeah <laughs> You can check us out on YouTube, Live, man. she must be cast. You also have Deep Sea Diver. That is an incredible tune. What can you say about the song Deep Sea Diver? It's not on Balls Boogie. It's on our new first LP. album. It's on our first album, Something Just for wait. Everyone. This album is not called Balls Boogie. It's called July 4th Toilet Presents Balls Boogie featuring me and Bobby McGee plus Kentucky Horror and many others. Yeah, oh, get it right, man. Well, just waiting for you to do all the work, right? <laughs> right. Okay, well, that's fine. We we're, did we're all into the work. Th- we're into we being put, thrifty. You know, we yeah. did all the work. We put the album out. We put the album out, and then we're going to be performing it tonight. Night, man, we're going to be rocking our asses off. To get the full July Fourth toilet experience, you can hear it, but you have to go see it, and you can see a lot of it on YouTube, as you mentioned. Yeah. But hopefully, go to the gig and don't go well, to YouTube. Well, that's another well, well, a little bit, and only a fraction of our One clip that I shows. saw there was the songs poem show by July 4th Toilet. Could you please explain that? It's amazing. Like an audience member hands you some lyrics and you perform a song and the song is about Peru and it's amazing lyrics. Yeah, yeah. They, people w- in some of our shows uh, throughout the years, I think the first time we did it was like 1995 or something. We we invite audience members to write their own poems there on the spot. They come up, they present it to us and uh, and we build a song around it. Do you remember Just that song them. Peru that's up there in oh, video form? Sure, sure. I, I guess I've seen it. It was I've a really it. quality song. It was 
was handed to you by an you audience know, well, member. We're, we're, big, we're big song poem fans. We're big fans of the music of Rod Keith. I don't know if you know that whole thing about the song poem genre where people would send their lyrics to this company and a little bit of cash hoping to be famous and then they get a record out of it by these studio musicians would yeah. cut a record out of these lyrics that the average everyday person would send, right? Or the very not average. A lot of people on mental disability, which is fine, but there'd be, there would be people like that. What was that one guy's name? He was on serious disability. He, he, Dan Ashwander, he kept writing numerous songs and he just sent them over and over again. He, I think he had like albums worth of songs. It's like, a really cheap way to get, get, uh, and get your stuff. And great titles too, wasn't you know? it? Like Truckers for Carter and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Great. There was like a whole double, double album de- devoted to Jimmy so Carter. So July 4th, you did a song about song poems. You took that concept. You also helped out little kids. You broke the band The Penguins in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Great, and great hard band. rock band. Uh, their, their first show... Uh, was uh, at our Rock Fantasy, our 10-year anniversary show, where we... Uh, Performed Rock Fantasy, the KTEL The KTEL children's album from, uh, what, 1975? Something like that. You know, that makes... it was a, It's an album where it's all based where the land, where animals are people, and the people but are the, the animals. the Penguins were about, uh, yeah, 12 years old at the time. Yeah. The and that's the came thing out singing the immigrant song. Yeah, they, they were came out singing wow. and came out swinging, man. And then next thing you know, this other band, the Evaporator, said, well, we, uh, we got to get the... Uh, we got to get the Penguins to open for we're us. We're trendsetters. Even though the lead singer of the Evaporator... He's probably had us on his radio show numerous times, but he's never seen us live. But he's got our brand new album, and that's a, that's another side of us, man. You don't have to see us live. You got to hear our album. We try to bring the best live show we can. We try to make the best album we can. And you know why? Because we're trying to provide. And this is why it was so important on our tenth anniversary. We are actually trying to provide for you, for all of you coming out of us, a personal vision. We do this because we have to do this. We're trying to give you all a rock fantasy. Your website, July it is incredible. Thank it is one you. of the most detailed, one of the best, if not the best website I've ever seen relating to a band. Wow. It is amazing. Like Thank you. You can really get to the bottom of urban legends on there, can't you, Jody? Well, yeah, and, and thank you very much for the compliment. I worked really hard designing and editing that site, and I, I also put up uh, a story about you on there. Did well, you see that? Well, what I was that? saying, yeah. July4thToilet.com, if people want the back history, yeah. it's incredible. Uh, discussions you from all the band members. July 4th. We've done eighty plus shows. Uh, every show is different, and every show, every show we've ever done was different. And that was a mandate from the start to do a different, uh, you know, a different show. And and we have stories about almost every show that we've ever done. And I really love the fact you get to the bottom of urge, urban legends. For instance, what I find is interesting is when I look at the website, look at history. I kind of am part of your history, despite yeah, you coming yeah. to CITR, which is totally wild. Despite all the times you've been out to CITR, even though Rob, you don't think you've been to CITR that many Robert. times. But it's been I like love, man. I give. Times. I give, man. You've been on an Ardwater Human Survey radio yeah, show. Yeah. We can get to the bottom of ur- urban legends there. On one radio show when I interviewed you, Jody, you did not believe that Rob pissed in Robert. a Robert. I, I give, man. I, I didn't remember. I don't, or I didn't believe see it. that Robert pissed in a cup. However, on the website, you go to outside sources and they verify right, right. that Rob did indeed Robert, piss right, right. in a cup. I Rob, give. I don't steal. That you did piss in a cup at the end of a game. And, and you, oh, yeah. you kept asking me and uh, when when I was on the show and, and I didn't remember or I, I I was doing something else on stage because we, we do a lot of things on stage. And maybe, Robert, show. But maybe Robert's off on the other side of the stage uh, drinking his own piss. 
this, and I'm over there like uh, chanting or something like that. And we sometimes we miss what each but other's doing. But that's what's doing. so great about you read the website, you read my story saying how Rob pissed Robert, Robert pissed in a cup. You read about you saying no, he didn't piss in a cup, and then you read Evan Simons, a great right, supporter right. of July Fourth, saying yes, and Rob did sat- piss in exactly. the cup. Like I love to how you put the mistakes and you put the truths, you put the untruths. It's all there at July Fourth. Oh, Melodic Energy Commission. The name of the band is Melodic Energy Commission that's been together for 30 years and they're playing a show in July. They've had Del Detmore, who's been the, like the synth genius, like the Eno of Hawkwind. He was the total, and we're going to be playing some space rock tonight besides hard, hard rock, i got to say. We'll be doing our own kind of so, space So ritual. they've got about but, uh, 16 years on us. So. Melody, Melodic Energy Commission is still together. They're playing a thing with dancers and stuff in the middle of July. I'm not sure where, but they got a MySpace and they're called Melodic Energy Commission and they're still around. i got one of the cassettes they released in the early 80s. Nardwar a human serviette burst into the space wearing a hockey jersey and sneered, okay, I don't know if you guys are doing Dylan 65 or Beck 94, but if I wasn't mistaken, this somewhat deflated everyone's mood. What is that all about? Well, you, I don't know. That was Nadja. That was oh, Nadja. Right, Who right. is Nadja? And that's her describing when you guys performed okay. the teen fantasy on CITR. Now, teen, I, this, this, this is great. Nadia is someone who uh, worked in phone sex with Julian and I back in 1994, uh, came into uh, July 4th Toilet to do teen, a pop rock musical on CITR. Then we fell out of touch with her, and she came back with us for our show in March. So this is like just, uh, this, just two months, 1995, months ago. I love 13 help. years after the fact. She but comes she back. Didn't, but I wasn't trying to deflate you when I ran to him. It was a joke. Like, are you going for Dylan 65 or Beck 94? And the weird thing is, she's like, this is deflating us. But a few years later, you did a tribute to Dylan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I was right on on that. Well, of course. Maybe, maybe, That's maybe just the, her perspective. Maybe you know? the, maybe the, she just maybe said the it deflated. Dylan. It, was, it was to lighten you up. Like, I want Dylan 65 or back and forth. And on maybe, top maybe, of that, no, I, think, I don't even have a hockey jersey. I don't even have a hockey jersey. I don't, maybe it was some, uh, someone else then. Maybe, maybe you were giving off the hockey vibe. Maybe man. it was Petey Wee Jeans or something. But uh, listen, you know, I'll tell you something. You, know, I, you I did doubt, cover Dylan yeah, though, years later. That's what I'm saying. The Dylan 65 wouldn't deflate us, but the Beck 94 might. But it was a 1995 Though. Have it you listened amazing. to Odelay lately? It was nineteen. It was a joke. I, I don't think we have much in common with Beck. But yeah. isn't that a Why pop- does he keep coming but up isn't tonight? Isn't that like yeah, a popular? We got more in common with Jeff Beck, man. We're, 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 we're kind. We're kind of. We're kind of like our own little religion here. The July Fourth Toilet Extended Family. But let's put, yeah, but we're, we're very ritualistic. But let's put this in context. In 1995, when I said you're trying to go for a Beck 94 feel, that was a joke. Like you'd say, are you trying to go for a Jonas Brothers, who are the hot? Young team band these days sound right now. That was the joke, but I guess you guys and, didn't and get did, that. And was, did you read that other story it, on there about you uh, jumping up and down on the table in the CITR it, lounge and breaking it? Do you remember that? What I find you, is really interesting. You broke interesting a table, is, man. You broke a table. What I find really is what I find is really interesting about all this stuff is if we continue and we look a bit closer into this, we see that you did do a tribute to. Bob Dylan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jody, yeah we you, love Dylan. You do name names in this thing, but you're afraid to mention Lawrence Braithwaite's name, aren't you? <laughs> you I, don't, this, I don't want to get sued. You call this guy the creepy writer guy. No, no, Robert creepy. called him the creepy, the creepy writer, guy. writer guy. Yeah, really now I'm going to have to remove man. that from the site. And then his band, Staked Plane, ended up playing live on CITR. So oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. Lawrence band. was not in Staked Plane. Then when he, they he played did. on CITR, once, he was. Once, well, once. the one time. When he played on CITR, 
he was in Staked Plain. So eventually he and got Staked his And Staked Plain wishes. got really weirded out by him. Now, the members of Staked Plain actually play, all play in July 4th Toilet or have played it numerous times. Like Shane Amon, who's playing tonight, who's a new dad. He's a brand new dad. And uh, Josh Stevenson can't make it tonight because he's off playing But I just thought it was but, interesting but about they, that. So those guys. Were you were ever able up. to hook those Sonic guys were Youth backing up? up. Those the... guys were backing up Lawrence Braithwaite. And they said, man, I asked, because he was, he didn't, he was going to get July 4th Toilet back. And I went, but he didn't like the idea. Okay, hold on. Let's take the story from the beginning. Jody, what happened? You were approached by this writer fellow. Uh, we were in film school together, and um, we were working on a project, a little documentary about the ska scene. <laughs> Believe it or not, uh, we came down here to interview Scott T, and um, he he knew that I knew you and thought that through this connection, I could you could somehow get Sonic Youth to back him up with his spoken word stuff, and he got really disappointed when that uh, couldn't However, happen. However, I wanted to let you know that dreams still do come true, and although we didn't get him to Sonic Youth, I never promised I could get him to Sonic Youth. He just thought we could link him to Sonic but Youth. It was, he it was a very up, weird... He, did he end got up really in, mad at me. At the very end, though, he did end up on CITR, didn't he? He did end up playing in a band live on CITR, so he did get what he wanted in the well, end. And I want to let you He's, know that you're Dreams do come through if you come to CITR. You know, he's, he's Although it wasn't writer. exactly what he wanted, he got stake We have a plane. phone call. We got a phone call. We have a caller. Caller, are you there? 604-822-2487-604-UBC. And, and Nard, Nard, where were you trying to protect me when Lawrence was getting mad at me? Because you, 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 you got up on that little table and you started jumping up and down going, woo, 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 woo. Yes, I was trying to protect you. Thank yes, you. I, was. I appreciate it. I was trying to change the conversation. Actually, I was talking to him about the band The Muffs and Major Label and stuff like that. And maybe that's why, because he mentioned Sonic Youth. Sonic Youth were part of Universal Music. And at that time, Universal Music didn't want me to interview any of their bands because Sebastian Bach of Skid Row had beaten me up, even though Skid Row were not on Universal. It was connected all together, and Beck in 1994 told me to F off, fuck off, and as well as I got banned from doing any interviews with anybody on Universal Music. Well, so I was all into Beck at the very time. Skid Row. So tell, point, tell over us, and over and over tell and over again. Skid Row. I, I want to tell you something. I, I was just having a conversation the other day about yeah. how I stood out in the rain outside the town pump with you for like. What was it, like nine hours so we could, like, take back the toque? Yeah, Thank we you both, very much for that. We I appreciate that. I do appreciate that. All this, again, documented at July4thToilet.com. Jody names names. Most names are named. Most names are names. There was also the Blue Lizard incident. I find oh, yeah, this yeah. is really interesting because you also screwed the Western Front. So you equally screwed the Western Front and the Blue Lizard. No, no, we're not screwed. We're, no, just talking the, we're just talking the truth. We're just they telling stories. But I love the way that you don't discriminate. You either go after Blue Lizard or you go after Western Front. You don't really matter who you go after. We didn't screw them. No, we documented what they did to us. Could you explain first the Blue Lizard incident and then the Western we Front We never incident. screwed them, man. We never screwed them. Okay, well, I'm not saying screwed. We don't, we don't run, man. Well, okay, we, don't we, we, did, we, we did play a, pl- a prank on the Blue Lizard Lounge. What was the Blue Lizard? Okay, this was a this was a classic prank. Uh, Robert uh, Just, was okay, writing for of, Terminal City. A lot of the listeners don't know this, but in the mid-'90s, there was a thing called the Lounge Revival. There was a thing where people were listening to lounge music again and making lounge music. I We liked some of that stuff. We liked Esquivel, Martin Denny. If, you, if you're in a thrift store, pick up some Martin Denny records. It's a good time. You know, so anyways, but uh, I went to a lounge thing and Vancouver's oldest band, the Jades, 
They were called the Jades. And George, who's played in July 4th Toilet, he was in his late 80s. He was playing in the Jades, and he played with us a lot. But he, he's dead now, sadly. He died, I think, of, of uh, old age. But anyways, Who were the uh, Jades? The Jades were Vancouver's oldest band. And they often uh, they held court at the 50 Bourbon. They were a three-piece. They often played behind a stripper pole. A different they, Bourbon they, back they, then. They, tra- they played standards, pop standards, in the mood, you know, instrumental stuff. Describe the, the Bourbon game. then. Uh, terry cloth on the tables, very bright fluorescent lighting, a stage where this band played, and in front was a stripper pole that they never bothered to remove from when it was a strip club. And so, you know, all this crazy stuff would happen there. And, and you know, the Jades would play this happy music, man, just beautiful music. And George was a keyboard player. So the Jades got booked at this place called the Blue Lizard that was trying to do that neo-lounge revival thing where you'd pay 20 bucks to go to the Waldorf to see, you know, warmed over half-baked lounge bands. And that night you got to see... The Jades. And I thought that the people who were running the Blue Lizard was really condescending to the Jades. Like, oh, look at these old guys. So cute. And I just, and it made me sick. And I thought this is a horrible scene. And so, you know, I wrote about it in my column. I used to write a regular uh, weekly newspaper column. And so I wrote about it and saying, yeah, you know, this this didn't feel good. You know, and then they got all crazy and they started writing letters saying saying that I was the anti-Christ of the lounge scene, anti-lounge. Literally, no, I like Martin Denny. I like Esquivel. I like some of that old stuff. But, you know, I, you know, but they, they were like, you know, making, you know, I was like a pariah or something, this evil man. And I, no, no, I was just offended. So, so, so we, uh, we decided to play a little prank on them. We submitted them a fake demo tape to get booked for their one-year anniversary show. And you again are July 4th toilet. Right. Mm -hmm. And we went under the name Hypnotique. And we were complete... I was masked from head to toe. I was called... A A Martin Denny tribute band. Yeah. And I was Dingham foe. I, I wore, like, a mask. And you and submitted actual Martin Denny music, too. Uh, no, nah, but it was close. Yeah. And so, and then we played, and uh, what happened? I don't know. We did a lot of beautiful music. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was nice. We were doing the we were doing the lounge exotica kind of thing, but I guess big the th- jungle drums, you know, and banjo, and people and had bird you know, calls. Uh, you know, Robert was in a mask, and and Julian was in a mask, and the rest of us had shades on and stuff, and we were trying not to be Susan, recognized. Susan was dressed as Carmen Miranda. <laughs> yeah, we but someone did recognize us, and I guess they were really kind of uh, very upset that we we decided to crash their little party. So they uh, about five songs in of all these bird and monkey calls and this this real you know great exotica that we were doing. They it's came great jungle to, vibe, man. Pulled the plug on us. And, uh, yeah, it started a little bit of a a storm in the media. Lots of stuff in uh, Georgia Strait and Terminal City, the now-defunct newspaper that Robert once wrote for. And And after that, though, something happened at the Western Front. Hey, we have a caller, man. No, before that. We have a caller. Caller, are you there? Hello. Go ahead to July 4th Toilet. (laughs) Um, Is this uh, Nardwar? Yes, you're on the air, Laura. Oh, no, no, this isn't Laura. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Go ahead, Laura. This is the right number, right? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) This is what we're calling because we left a purse there earlier. (laughs) Oh. uh, Oh, okay. That's exciting. Well, we're in the middle of a great story right now. Okay. Okay, well, you continue that story, and we'll call back in a minute. Oh, no, caller, maybe try the other line, 822-1242. That's 604-822-1242. And on behalf of July 4th Toilet, we hope you get your purse back. Yeah, good luck with that. We'll we'll see you shortly. Thank you, caller. And dude, dude, loot. Oh, wait a second. We are... We have found the purse. Is it? Describe describe the purse. Oh, great success. Describe the purse. It's black with uh, little diamonds cut out. Yeah, yeah, we got it. It is here at CITR. Excellent. It's safe. 
What, well, well, what do you look well, like so we know what, what you know? Will what you, you be look there like? at quarter after six with hey, the bird? Luke, will the well, caller, let, let's take that off the air. Be able to get the, is anybody is here exciting. to quarter to six? Leave the door open. Yeah. We can phone back right now to the um to the station yeah. manager and she'll figure out how you can get you can, it in. You can't awesome. create this so, kind of yeah. magic, man. You can't create this kind of phone uh, magic that happens here during this interview. Six oh four. Come on out to the show tonight. Just phone the call. The the station manager six oh four eight two two one two four two. If you bring the purse to the show tonight, we'll give you fifty cents off admission. Oh, yeah, but, long, but we have to keep the. You purse. got that caller six zero four eight two two one two four two. Okay, I got it. And doot 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 doot. Doot doot. And no, you're no. still listening to CITR radio. Now back to the Western Front. Hey, we got front. another caller. No, that's the same caller. Oh, okay. Hey, oh well, that was a really good call. We'll huh? take anybody. Uh, that was a great we? call. We'll take anyone. We'll good take call anyone. Taking a call. Actually, hey, what, did you look in the purse? Did you look in the purse? What's in the purse? The Western let's Front. Let's check out what's in the purse. No, let's not check uh, the, the Western Front. No, no, no. We got other stuff to do. No, man, she calls. She calls and takes up some of the time on the show about her. No, we have some questions. We can look in her purse. We have no. We don't. We have some questions. Robert, the Western Front. We have to. We have to answer to this. Yes. Yes. Oh, man, man. Answer for the, it. I want to look in this this woman's purse. No, you're not going to look in the woman's purse, sir. They, they, they booked us to play an evening at the Western Front, and I guess there were probably a few people that didn't dig what we were laying down, and we didn't get documented. But don't you think you should have been dug because the Western Front is all about that? What year was this? Maybe. I don't know. These artists run centers. They, they're they not always, you know. The, this was uh, they, 96, I think. 96, So they yeah. documented an evening of experimental music, but you were not included. Uh, well, it was mostly performance art. Yeah. yeah, but years later, you were included with something with the Western Front. So yeah, yeah, it's better so now. Whatever, right? But yeah, I yeah. do think it's interesting. The Blue Lizard weren't quite happy with July Fourth toilet, and the Western Front wasn't quite happy with July Fourth toilet. I don't know so what you I, equally hey, made wait, wait, people whoa, whoa. unhappy. Hey, wait, whoa. wait, wait, wait! I don't know if the Western Front were quite unhappy or if it was just mere. In, it could have been complete incompetence. Like, oh, we didn't think you had to tape it, and you know, and people were wandering in and through. What well, you know, we just tried to do the best we can and put on I, the best shows we well, can. Well, people, people can decide. By reading your account at July Fourth Toilet dot com and fourth is F O R F O U R Oh. F O U R T H. But I'll tell you something. When we were performing, there's a couple things. When we were performing at the Western Front, we were doing bluegrass ritual music because the place was a Knights of Pythias hall, and we were trying to conjure up the spirits in the room. But we found out that there's no spirits in the room. There was no, there's no spiritual basis at that place. Okay, so that's what we found out. I don't know. I felt pretty. Pretty uh, possessed. Now really? you're doing I, I gigs. I felt flat, like in the 21st century. Pop. You're playing at Pub 340 tonight. The unveiling of the brand new July 4th toilet LP. It's LP, an actual LP made in Czech. You're playing Pub 340. Is it easier to do gigs now? Is it easier to get a space now than it was? What sort of spaces have okay. you played over the years? I'm just curious. Like you played the Press Club years ago. What's it like playing now as opposed to back then? Uh, okay, there's a okay. Back then, we've we've played the Grandview, uh, the, the Grandview Cut Railroad tracks. We played a yeah, junkyard in Portland. Uh, you know, we've played art play. galleries. We've played uh, Skid Row dive bars. Yeah, whatever works. And right? the Vancouver Art Gallery, of course. Now, was it but, easier but I'll to tell play? You, was it easier? Well, well, here's the thing. When we started out, it was that whole grunge era, right? And you know, we were getting asshole sound guys putting all this reverb on us because we were a crazy band and we weren't grunge. You know, we weren't a four piece rock band. There's you know eight, ten crazy people. You know, co kind of act wandering around on stage nowadays but you know this is the way it is with vancouver vancouver has a lot of culture 
tons and tons of culture but no cultural infrastructure you know there as far as infrastructure it's friggin dead man and then you try to do an all-night thing at the vag and you know there's junkies shoot up so you give people the freedom and they don't know what to do with their freedom that's what this city's all about yeah and we you need know what? a little more fascism is that what you're saying no no I'm, no no because no, it's no. it gets it I'm, gets, I'm libertarian that's don't, the problem don't. that's the problem you get that I, I you know some people don't know what to do with that freedom and we play freedom rock we play pure freedom rock but you know here's the thing you know and then you have that authoritarian aspect of the city so there's no infrastructure it's totally crazy but you know if anything that's good that happens is done by people who make it happen themselves and that's why now we're really lucky because we have people who cropped up in the last couple of years and i'm talking some of those people who booked pub 340 like malice we're talking wendy who keeps it real at the cobalt we talk about the uh, the people who do the fake jazz wednesdays you know we're talking about like the people who start the emergency room you did they get all... into the vancouver art gallery yeah that's yeah and that's cool and i you know i cool that's cool but you know, and that was awesome that that happened. I thought that was a nice exception to what I'm saying. You know, that's a nice exception. But I'm saying that all these people who've had to make this stuff happen that I've just named, like the emergency room, the fake jazz, those people were getting thrown out of bars. You know, they were getting unplugged like we were 10 years before. So what did they do? They took matters into their own hands and had to do it themselves to make it happen. And that's the shame about this city. There's no infrastructure, but boy, is there plenty of culture. And it's people who have to make it happen themselves. Because that's the only like way the it's going to get done in this city. Like the little kids getting to my fourth toilet to play a battle of the bands at the South Wall in 1995. That's, that's right, making man. happen. 94. Ju- 1994. July 4th toilet at a battle of the bands. Speaking of grunge in 1994. Yeah. You also played with Daddy's Hands, one of the most remarkable bands ever from Victoria, BC. Out kind of, of sad about them, but still, what are you telling people about Daddy's Hands? They're incredible, are weren't they? Yeah. Well, both members uh, died, are, are dead. Like the main members are are, are long dead. Uh, Emily, who was just a doll, uh, mouse. Yeah, she's she uh, died by her own hand, um, and uh, and the lead singer Dave, unfortunately Dave, was hit by a Dave car was hit, or went a truck. And li- he was very uh, he had a severe drinking problem. He went and uh, lied down in the street, and a truck hit him, and he, he's dead. He died like a year or two ago. I wanted to remember though their great music, and you they, guys got a chance yeah, to play with them. Yeah, One of they the were few incredible. Bands from- just, they were when 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 both Dave and Emily had the band together, and when they were in the band, uh, they made really amazing music they were a great band uh they i still have a couple of their cassettes from that era and and i think they got reissued on a cd but yeah they made really it was like this crunchy growly deep textured but also really catchy stuff that they did daddy's hands they were an it's kind of twisted they were a good band and it's just a real shame what happened what was the press club and where was it it was just a place where, you know, like uh, some of the press, some of the writers from the press, some of the guys who actually wore the blue overalls and actually made the paper come out by printing it off on huge sheets. That's where they'd go after work, and it was on 6th and Granville, right across from the press building. Yeah, we did a couple of shows there, uh, Rolling Stones, Satanic Majesty's Request album. Yeah, they and, tried to uh, shut us off. Cause and we did a six-hour show. We did the six-hour show. When we did Satanic Majesty's, we lit this huge, like, eight-foot... Uh, fake joint on fire yeah it didn't have any marijuana in it really it was just paper yeah but they still like tried to joint. turn us they tried to turn us off and you know they finally found the switch to turn us off but it was after our encore because i said we got time for one more she went you're down i went no i don't think so people want an encore so we just uh we did the whole satanic majesty's album and then we did we love you by the rolling stones as an encore and just as the last notes were fading out they found the switch to turn us off did you ever play the polar bear pit 
No, we didn't, but a lot of our friends did. Like 25 Suaves played the Polar Bear 25 Suaves from Bald Records. Which and you is played with them before Records. a house party in that Vancouver? Ball, we feel a real nice kinship with that Bald Records scene, man. That, all those bands like, you know, Duotard and, and uh, I mean, Duotron, <laughs> Duotron. We know Duotard, too, but Monotron and, and Wolf Eyes and Andrew WK. All those people sprang out of that scene. And it was a beautiful scene. And, and we, I felt a real kinship with those guys because they were making music on their own terms. It was kind of noisy, but it was their own thing. But it was also thinking about you played a house audience. party with 25 swaths before? I might I have, probably. So. Did we? No, maybe it's not. Ham it's did. not in our catalog. Oh, maybe not. Can Ham might have yeah. at the Sugar Refinery. I think we did a it, couple it, shows. It's hard. Some some of the shows uh, we we I think we're probably missing a few shows in in, in our yeah. performance history there too. But Paul Anthony, like who, like, like the Satanic Ritual one, we've got photo documentation that it did happen, but we have absolutely no date. Yeah, and just one photo of me with that long dong that Jason McLean made for me. And again, people can check you out live tonight at Pub Three Four. And we got a brand new album that we're, we'll be selling tonight at the show. And they July can check 4th out JulyFourthToilet.com Toilet. has all the information where you can read about stuff as the Cambrian Show, the Cambrian Show that happened with David Young, <laughs> the Cambrian Show. Uh, you got away with pronunciations, man. I love it. The Cambrian show, though. The, 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 the what? We did a tribute to fire. We just did a thing all about fire. Oh, right. So there was some fire going on, and we did songs about fire, and it was all about just fire, man, just pure, pure. And, the, and, and then there was there fire was a, at the there Cambrian was an Yeah, there was, there. there was a natural, an actual fire at the Cambrian And we're going to end so the part of Human Serviette Actually, radio show right wait. now with a couple tracks here. We have two things queued up. One... You've brought in, and two, we have your band. Yeah, yeah, because we want to play. I don't, uh, you know, can someone call into UBC CITR and I say, I want, I want to ask you something. Do you want to hear something a little spacey and ballady, or do you want to hear some more hard driving rock? 604 822 247 UBC CITR. We'll put on the first selection, and people can phone in and let us and know. And let us know what, what they want to the hear. the first selection that oh, we have here, Oh, man. Rob? Well, he's another inspiration. This guy's a local uh, local legend. He, this is on Boot Records, which is actually Stompin' Tom Connor's label, uh, and it's Gordy Walker. From and 1979. Oh, we do have a caller, man. We got a caller. We got a caller, man. Hard rock or space rock? Caller, are you there? Space ballad. I am. Space ballad. Go yeah. ahead to Rob Dayton. Robert, I give, man. And I don't Jody steal. From July Hi, Robert. It's Millard. Who is it? Millard. Millard, how's it going, man? Good. I just heard you on the radio. Oh, awesome. are you coming out tonight? I sure will. Pub 340, right? Pub 340, yeah, Hastings for, and Canby, man. We'll be on after plug. midnight. Before us will be basketball, stamina, mantis, and loving hands from Calgary. So the question is, something a little spacey or some hard rocking? Hard rock. All right. Okay. What are your memories, caller, I, of July 4th Toilet? What are your memories? Mayhem. Where did you see July 4th Toilet, and have you played in July 4th Toilet? I have not played in July 4th Toilet. But there's always still time. Where was the mayhem that you saw July 4th Toilet create? It was on YouTube. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. See, people don't even have to leave the comfort of their own home to enjoy the July 4th Toilet experience No, anymore. because they can buy our brand new record album and put it down on their turntable. Well, thank you very much, caller. Keep on rocking in the free world and doot-doot-a-loot-doo. Doot-doot. Well, you know, I'm thinking that guy's probably a hard-working man. What do you think? I think so. We're going to have to play a hard-working man after we played the great Gordy Walker, who's a king of the downtown Eastside bar scene. He's had to retire due to some serious health problems lately, so I want to play this for him because he's a lovely man, and he's an inspiration, and he's he's a man who pulls a wig out of his pants on stage. He's just, and he plays guitar behind his back. You know, he's incredible, and I just want to, this is Gordy Walker. It's a ballad, and he's just, he's And right he's after that, July showman. 4th Toilet, some hard rocking stuff from yeah. July 4th. 
hard work. Anything else you want to say to the people out there at all? July Fourth toilet. You can buy it at Cup of Joe on Main and Broadway. No, actually, you can't. But you can buy coffee there. We were just seeing the boys there today. You can buy it at Dandelion Audio. But you could probably go there if there's an internet terminal and enter in the download code if you want. Totally. So you're available at anywhere there's an internet. Anywhere, yeah. You buy the record. Anything else you want to tell the people out there at all? We love you and Robert from July Fourth toilet. Well, I'd just like to thank you for having us on today, Nardwar, and thank all of our fans out there. Uh, they've been uh, really supportive of us through the years, as have yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? This is for, for the current and the past and the future legions of, of fans. We made this album for you, and we're going to make our next album, Race War, for you as well. Well, thank you much, July 4th Toilet. Keep on rocking in the free world, and do 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 loot do 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 I'm stuck here in Boston Waiting for a train A train to take me away From the shanky lady Who stole away my heart Then took all my money to L.A. She dressed in high fashion But she was low down She fooled this old boy with a line all she left me was a note and a 20 That said thanks for your money and your time All I need is a down south woman The cross ain't so green in Boston Town All I need is a down south woman These northern girls have really gotten the down Atlanta, oh train take me home, Georgia, sweet Georgia's on my mind, gonna stay up on the train and start looking for the sweetest southern girl I can find, oh all I need's a down south woman, the grass ain't so green in Boston town, all I need's a down south woman, These northern girls have really gotten me down. These northern girls have really got me down.